Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. the Bleed Lows Podcast with your hosts, Alonso and Juan, Alicia Del Valle, and the baby-faced gimmick in the sky, Roger. Damas y caballeros, welcome to another edition of the Bleed Lows Podcast Live. If you're listening to this on a podcast in the future, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, this episode of the Bleed Lows Podcast is presented by our partners at Bet Online. BetOnline remains your number one source for all of your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at BetOnline. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends over at BetOnline. Uh, you'll also find updated odds for everything from live games, conference championships, right on through what's happening right now, which is the uh, the NCAA tournament, which has the Final Four and uh, the championship game. Uh, BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. So head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device today uh, and download the app and sign up and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, which is B-L-E-A-V, to receive that bonus. BetOnline, where the game starts. So as you, if you're watching on the YouTube, uh, thank you, first and foremost, for joining us as we're watching this live. If you're watching in the future, again, thank you as well. Uh, if you notice, our... Uh, our compadre Juanito not joining us. He uh, he is in darkness at the moment, like one Aaron Rodgers recovering from the uh, the Mexico elimination uh, that happened at the WBC. But <laughs> we have someone pinch hitting, and uh, and I believe there uh, th- there's there's an entrance. Correct, Roger? Yep, he's here. Is San Luis, if you don't speak Spanish, that's the voice, the Latino voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. Polo Asensio, Polo, a friend of the Carnesada. Polo, ¿cómo estamos? Hey, contento, feliz, very happy. Hola, Roger. Hola, Alonso. Hola, Alicia. Juanito, um, I don't know what's wrong with you, Juan. I mean, I was in Phoenix with Mexico. I was in Miami with Mexico. As you can see, I am sporting the most sought-after hat in the history of hats. The baby blue and pink. Let me tell you something, guys. When I first saw the uniform from Team Mexico for the WBC, I I liked this hat. I liked the uniform. But I asked myself, that has nothing to do with the Mexican tradition of uniforms. No tiene verde, no tiene rojo, no tiene siquiera negro. Pink and blue. And then I see them in person, and I still think this has nothing to do with Mexico, but I want that. I really, really want that. It's clean. And uh, yeah, lucky enough, uh, uh, Danny, my boy Danny, he's the PR for the San Diego Padres. Uh, he hooked it up with, along with the club, clubby. And they asked me, so what size are you? And I said, size eight. Oh, don't worry about it. We have plenty size eight because nobody has that big of a head. Of a head. Uh, of a, no, nobody has that big of a head. Uh, so yeah, I, I, they hooked it up. And I'm not, I'm not blaming, I'm not, I'm not lying. You see the eight right there? Yeah. Right there. That's cabezón. There is eight. That's what she said. Oh. 
So I, I was just talking to Danny, so he can he can hook it up with that hat, and I'm gonna have to hit him up. Not not anymore, not anymore, uh -huh. because now he's with the Padres. So yeah. if you want Padres, if you want caca brown and yellow, go for it. But uh, if <laughs> he you does. want Mexico, if you want Mexico, uh, you're too late. So three years, and three years, uh, three years. Well, let me ask you. So unbeknownst to you, and even unbeknownst to us, you were uh, you were a correspondent for us at uh, at the WBC. How was el ambiente, man? Because, I mean, <laughs> I, obviously on TV, you see it all, and, and you can only take in what you can, right? But you're there. You're you're enjoying it all. And you've been around some big shit. So in, in comparison, yeah. I mean, that's also yeah. probably an unfair question too, right? But what was el ambiente like? Like nothing. Like nothing. Like nothing I've ever experienced. I've been to World Series. I've been to uh, um, Mexican uh, Baseball League, uh, Winter League. I've been to playoffs in L.A., playoffs in San Diego, playoffs in Atlanta with the chop-chop and everything. And that compares to, doesn't compare to any of that. Um, for all the naysayers and all the people that say that the games don't count, yeah, maybe the games don't count, but – Look at the look at the stage. Look at the look at the stands. Look at the players. You know, look at all the excitement and look at the way the 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 not only just the finals in, in Miami were played by the by the players by the teams, but the fans. Uh, people in Miami they were not ready for this. Yeah. Uh, and when I say people in Miami, the people at the stadium, they told me, you know what? Don't even drive there because we don't even know how to manage this because. With all the respect, is the Marlins, and the yeah. Marlins have ten, fifteen thousand, maybe twenty, and, and and you know a lot of the people selling beer and food and everything, um, they were like complaining. I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. Next week you go back to five thousand people. You don't have to worry about any of this, and and they were like, you know what? You're right. You are right. We, <laughs> we don't we don't make any tips. We don't make any money. Um, hey, I'm not lying. You That's see so them. You see them. You know? I mean, I just didn't realize I had to bring body bags with me to this episode today. <laughs> no, hey, I already have like three or four, right? And wait for late, wait for later, wait for later. Uh, I mean, it was great, bro. I mean, it, it, and 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 uh, it's it's coming back in three years. It's coming back uh, 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 again, and uh, Puerto Rico wants to have games in Puerto Rico. Mexico wants to game have games in Mexico. I would love to see the United States uh, uh, team play outside the United States. You know, send the United States to play in Mexico. Send the United States to play in Puerto Rico, even though technically they're part of the United States, but they are not in the United States. That's another story. Um, yeah. Send them to go to Japan. Send them to go to China. Uh, see what happens. You know, like like Mexico needs to play in, place in the United States, place in Mexico. Change it up a little like that and, yeah. and see what Max Scherzer has to say about that. And if he doesn't want to play, believe me, we don't need him. Well, and that's a great point because I thought the, the el ambiente that they had in Japan that looked next level too. So imagine if, if uh, let's say the Americans went over there and played Japan, right? That that environment would have been wild, and yeah. and 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 even then, I thought the thing I took away from it all that I could see on TV, the the you know there wasn't as much red assery as there is in Major League Baseball. So what I mean by that, when guys would hit home runs, they would do the college thing; they'd be all around home plate and celebrating. You know what they did? There was bat flips all over the place, and I didn't if see any guys. Noticed, if if you Alonso, Roger, Alicia uh, noticed in the first round, Team United States was very subdued, doing the little salute, which was really, 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 really cute. You know, doing that. Um, but then in the second round, they were more like pumped up, more into it. You know, the the, the game against Venezuela. I mean, Paul Goldschmidt, one of the 
one of the nicest guys you can find on and off the field, but he's always quiet. I had a conversation with him last year. I said, like, dude, you are about to be the MVP. You can enjoy this. You know that, right? You can smile when you hit a home run, right? He looked at me, and I thought he was going to punch me or something. He smiled. <laughs> he smiled at me. And I'm like, you see that smile? You look really, really cute when you smile. Imagine all the likes you're going to get in your Instagram. He doesn't have it. Uh, <laughs> if you smile like that. And during the WBC, he was pumped up. Nolan Arenado was so pumped up. I had a chance to talk to all of them, and I know that we, we you guys have a, a alongside with me another special guest. Uh, we can talk about that when he's in, and then after he goes, because um, my experience was great. was was great. Look, I even <laughs> I didn't pay twelve dollars for a soda. I did what every other kid does at Dodger Stadium: wait until everybody leaves and then start picking up the cups yeah. and then take them home. <laughs> That's what I did. I just I just rinsed it. I'm not paying twelve dollars for a soda anywhere at any stadium. I don't pay for food anymore at stadiums, you know. Why did uh, why so, did you gotta be a kid? So, we'll <laughs> right, right. Los cascos. Yeah, I see you, Alicia, with the cascos. Ay, pa mi comadre. Don't ask her about no, World no. Series rings, though. Don't ask her about oh, that. That's a sore man. subject. Sore so so Polo hinted at it, and uh, our guest is here. So uh, let's bring him in. He has, he doesn't know I'm here, right? <laughs> But <laughs> he can't see you. I don't know. Does he know you're here? The, uh, the Paisa. Paisa, I can see all of you guys. That's awesome. The Paisa, manager the for the Mexican group. national team of baseball, uh, Benji Gill. Benji, first, if I could give you a standing ovation, I would, but I'm cabled up. But congratulations. <laughs> but seriously, congratulations. You, I, I feel like uh, – You've done a victory lap, but in, in the classiest of ways because you've put baseball on the pedestal and it wasn't about Benji Gill, and I respect the shit out of that. So congratulations, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it, it, it is. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm the biggest fan of the WBC. Uh, it, it's over the course of the years, it's helped grow. I mean, who would have thought that, you know, Great Britain, Czechoslovakia, uh China, because people confuse confuse that Chinese Taipei has had baseball forever. I mean, remember, I remember when I was a kid watching Chinese Taipei play at, in Williamsport in the Little League World Series, right? But uh, China, they didn't play baseball. Italy, uh, Netherlands, uh, you know, and 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 it's grown. I mean, the first edition had South South Africa. So, I mean, for this event event to be a big part of why baseball is growing. Um, and to be honest with you, baseball in the 50s and 60s in Mexico was the number one sport. And somehow it's fallen to probably the fourth most popular sport now with Checo Perez uh, being amongst the best uh, uh, Formula One drivers in the world. As far as viewership in Mexico, it's probably number four, more than likely, three or four behind boxing and, and, uh, and soccer. So... Um, obviously there's not a lot of formula one, uh, <laughs> drivers in anywhere, any part of the world. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, it, it was an opportunity to really, uh, we had to do something special to grow the game in baseball and, uh, the players were able to do that. And, uh, the way they did it, the way the games just happened to turn out, um, you know, I, I, the most gratifying thing is when I hear people, uh, you know, in 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 Mexico and and Mexican communities in the state, saying how uh, our people, right, 
Mexicans, whether it's in Mexico or abroad, um, have come together and how everybody was pulling and and that uh, I saw the numbers the other day. That, I mean, it's a, it was the second our game against Japan was the second most watched Spanish telecast in the history of baseball, behind Game Seven of the nineteen uh, or twenty seventeen World Series. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, for that to have happened, um, uh, you know, and 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 to say that, uh, I mean, I was lucky enough to have a good seat to be able to see the the action. <laughs> Well, and you got paid for it too, so that's not a bad problem to have. Uh, I, 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 before I send it to Alicia, because because she actually hasn't been able to chime in on anything yet, so our apologies to Alicia the way. I wanted to ask you, uh, th- it's a very short tournament, right? It's two weeks. The World Cup is a month, so the World Cup, the World Cup of Soccer, I should say. So that gives an opportunity for the team to actually build chemistry, you know, to understand how to play with each other. Some of these guys hadn't played with each other. Some of these guys, they knew of each other, all that stuff, but. But and again, even the coaching staff, right? You're all gelling in a very short amount of time. How were you able to kind of rally the troops and have the chemistry that you guys had? And obviously, winning helps. But how were you able to kind of get that to go as quickly as it did? You know, uh, on the on the coaching staff side, um, I had a pretty decent rapport with most uh, everybody on the coaching staff, um, and then we began about. Um, I'd say the first of the year, we started having uh, Zoom calls weekly, right? Um, we'd have one with the pitching, the pitching area, another one with the offensive area, and then have one with all of us, including uh, Rodrigo and Mariana and, and, and Jorge Campillo, which are the front office uh, general managers. Um, and, uh, and then we, just a ton of communication with the players. Um, and, and, to be completely honest, I mean, there was some players, the players that play in the States that aren't born in Mexico and haven't played in Mexico yet probably didn't know who Jose Cardona was and who Alexis Wilson was and, and who Samuel Sasueta was and who uh, uh, Tito Valenzuela were. Um, you know, <clears throat> Manny Barreda, who plays uh, in Mexico, he did a couple of years ago. He was with Baltimore and he's played in with Atlanta and, and uh, so those guys, him, they kind of knew, but of course the guys that play in Mexico knew of the, of the guys that play in the big leagues, but some of the guys that play in the big leagues didn't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Taiwan Walker didn't know who uh, Sasueta was, you know, but the most awesome thing is that when we came together um and, and, and something that, that's very cool that happened is um, we we had our first practice. And right after that practice, we went and had a dinner together where all the players, all the staff, we had a, uh, had a real nice restaurant um, in, in Scottsdale, had mariachi come in and play for a while. And uh, guys were uh, asking for songs and it was – a few drinks, there was some beer and some tequila flowing uh, and guys just getting to know each other. I mean, that was, uh, I thought that was probably uh, something that pe- most people don't know is probably one of the most important uh, uh, things that happened as far as building, building a team. But at the end of the day, um, I think everybody respected each other and everybody saw how we were a hundred percent committed to making sure that 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 Mexico had a good representative uh, in each individual 
and they gelled together the team and pulled for each other like they had played, um, you know, with each other for 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 if not years or months before, and it was uh, incredible. I mean, I, I was hopeful that we would build uh, a team, um, and uh, amongst these players, um, maybe in my wildest dreams, they go, okay, we have built kind of like a family, but I mean, they, they did, they, they built a brothership and, uh, I guarantee you that from here on out, whenever they even play each other or they run into each other, even if it's across the diamond, um, I guarantee you they'll salute and, and say hi to each other with a, with a big hug. Cause, uh, what, what the experiences that we lived over the last two and a half weeks have been incredible. Alicia, go ahead. No, that's that's awesome, and I bet you, Benji, that that had a lot to do with your success, right? That that brothership, that camaraderie. I mean, you can't. And the short time that you were together, so bravo to you and for committing to such, to putting that team together and to your success. So bravo! I want to say that first of Thank all. You. And secondly. It's a two-prong question because I don't know if I could get back in here. I know we don't have a lot of time with you, first of all. That's okay. <laughs> um, we are the Dodgers podcast, so I have to ask about our guys, Austin Barnes and Julio, um, how how it was, you know, working with those guys. And a, a lot of Dodger fans did not know that Austin Barnes could and was eligible to play for Mexico. So that was dope, first of all. And yeah. secondly, did you ever find or feel that Mexico was not – expected to win much in this series because there wasn't a whole lot of hype about Mexico in the world baseball classic. Uh, yeah. First of all, having a uh, Julio uh, was awesome. Uh, I mean, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, you know, I know that, 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 that after the first game against Colombia, I mean, he was just absolutely dominating the first four innings. And then uh, they got to him a little bit in the, in the fifth. And he felt really bad, and he was like, "Hey, you know what? Just, just let's let's get the team to Miami, and I promise you, you'll you'll see a a, a different, better Julio." And uh, he was he was very focused, pumped up, and uh, and and the Puerto Ricans just got to him. The Puerto Rican team just got to him in the first inning, which was honestly a shock to me, um, because of what we had seen from him uh, against uh, against Colombia. But I'll tell you what, just, you know, like the warrior he is, the competitor he is, after putting up a four spot in the first inning, I mean, he came out and I think he struck out the side uh, in the second inning and then through two more shutout innings. Uh, fortunately, he ran out of the amount of, of pitches that were uh, allowed um, uh, within the agreement that we had with the Dodgers. Um, otherwise, he might have thrown five. Who knows? But uh, I, I, he did an astounding job. And then and then Austin, uh, I mean, a pro's pro. Um, it, it was an absolute pleasure to have him. Um, he, you know, two weeks before the tournament began is when he found out that he was going to be our number one catcher um, because Alejandro uh, wasn't able to accompany us. So, and he was like, hey, anything you need, I'm I'm all in, whatever it is that that that, that you need. And he also was... You know, the game against Great Britain, I mean, he was like a mentor to Alexis, right? And, uh, uh, you know, he, he was just awesome. He's awesome. Um, it is such a pleasure to have him uh, uh, be on the team and representing Mexico uh, the way he did uh, so proudly. 
um, it was just, it was just awesome. Yeah. And he delivered. So that's pretty awesome too. Again, yeah. And so going in, did you guys have, were you guys oh. like going all in and didn't care what anybody said? I mean, there's still some haters out there who don't even want to give the WBC their love. So did any of that ever come up? Um, I'll tell you what, um, I, I believe that most experts were thinking that we would be battling for the, for the second place in, in our group. Right. Uh, obviously everybody thought us would be number one in our group, uh, and then, uh, probably undefeated. And then we would be battling, uh, either Co Colombia or Canada to advance to Miami. Um, you know, we wholeheartedly believed that we were going to go to Miami um, and that we were going to get deep into the championship. And in our minds, we were, we were playing for the championship from, from the first day that I got with the guys um, on March 7th. I said, hey, uh, make no mistake about it. Uh, you guys, we believe that you guys, the talent that you guys have, as long as we play good baseball, uh, and we stay focused and disciplined in what we need to do. Uh, we'll be playing baseball on March 21st. And, you know, we came within three outs of, uh, of accomplishing playing. Yeah. Accomplishing <laughs> playing for the championship. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I, I honestly felt great about facing the U S the next day. I don't know if, uh, uh it was just a feeling, right. Um, I don't know if we would have accomplished winning or not, but, uh, I felt great about facing uh, the U.S. again. Um, unfortunately, we just weren't able to pull it off against Japan. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – but I, I will say this. I mean, if I can say one thing is um, not only am I how proud I am of, of everybody that was part of the team and our players, um, I know we finished in third place because we didn't play in the championship. But there could be an absolute argument that we were the second best team in the tournament. Um, we, who finished second was the U S we yeah. beat them in the one time we played them, um, uh, pretty decisively. Right. Yeah. And, and the only, the only team, even though the game, the, 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 the final game, the championship game was a three, two, very close game. I guarantee you Japan, um, felt like they were going to like at some point they felt like we better get it done because we're going to lose this game that they felt that more against us than they did against the U S right. Uh, not that, that, not that we have better players uh, per se, but I mean, we had a three, nothing lead against them. They put up a three spot to tie it up and then we immediately scored two. So uh, they knew they were up against a great team. Yes. Absolutely. And we had asked Polo, Polo, I want you to get in here about his experience. He's been everywhere you've I mean, been. <laughs> hey, I don't want to say anything because my pais is probably tired of my voice. I was there from the very Never. first pitch in Phoenix to the last out. And, and you know, something gives me goosebumps before I even mention any of this. Uh, the, the quality and the kind of, 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 of persona Kevin Benjamin Gil, okay, and Alonso Gil, not Benji Gil. Uh -uh. Estamos en un <laughs> programa que se puede hablar español. Benji or Benji Gil or Benjamin Gil. Touche. Um, the first, the first time I, I interviewed Benji was in 2014 when I did my first year uh, doing play-by-play -play in Mexicali, and he was with Tomateros de Culiacán. And I have a picture, and I will, I will post it uh, later. 
Um, and, and he knows who I am. You know, I always make myself as somebody, hey, find me. I'm here. The cameras always find me. Yesterday, somebody from Japan that I know sent me pictures. Hey, Polo, you're in Japanese TV. Oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. You know, now, now I'm a legend in Japan. And, and something that, that, that Benjamin did in a personal level uh, when the, the game ended in Japan and he was doing a couple of interviews, all the team was waiting for him in the clubhouse. And I'm just standing next to him and I'm like, hey, Paisa, next time we'll get him. Lo agarramos para la próxima. And then he tells me, Paisa, come with me. And then I'm, I keep walking and he's going to the clubhouse and I stop. And then and Danny, the PR guy for Team Mexico, uh, looks at me and then Paisa again looks at me. He's like, Paisa, come with me. So he said it twice. Come where? To the clubhouse, where I'm not supposed to be because I'm media, right? But he understands how much I love this. He understands how much I, I, I put into this because I knew from before anybody out there knew that he was going to be the manager. I knew that because he told me and Manny Del Campo, another great guy from the Angels, told me, say, hey, Polo, any Mexicans in the Cardinals that can play with us? And I gave him a couple names and those names made it to the team. And, and, and he brought me in to do that heartfelt speech at the end when we were, you know, when we lost to Japan. And like he said, there was nobody crying. There was nobody upset. A little bit of frustration because we had them, you know, three outs away. But it was a feeling of a very refreshing feeling to, to see that group of people behind this guy right here, behind uh, uh, Vini Castilla, behind Los, Maga Los Hermanos Magallanes, behind everybody, uh, Tony Perechica, everybody who was there, part of the of the clubhouse and, and, the, and the coaching staff. And for me to be there, that moment, I will never forget that, Benji, Paisano. I mean, you know I love you. I've never said that, but now I'm saying it. You, you, you are it, bro. You are it. And like I said, to all the pinche haters out there that were hating on you <laughs> when they when they called you the manager, you know what's up. You know what they did. And, and all we have to do is, is thank you. Thank you. Thank the team. And, and when I say thank the team, thank everybody. The clubbies, the bad boy. Yeah. Like he mentions Mariana Patraca, another person that I know forever that, that actually helped put this team together. What you guys did, Benjamin, uh, it was it went beyond everything. And like you said during that speech, it the, the tournament for us ends right here, but this doesn't end right here because in Mexico and even in the United States, and I talked about this with, with Dougie Verdugo, with Rowdy Tellez, uh, with, with Alec Thomas, there's a lot of kids like you out there, maybe even your, your son, Mateo Hill, that don't speak a lot of Spanish, but they feel the Mexican, the Mexican uh, culture in them. And now those kids, they have they have a country, they have a team, they have somebody to relate to. And that, Benji, I think that goes beyond baseball, like you said. And you have to be extremely proud, not just of the third place, but of the legacy of this team. And I know that in three years, I hope you're not the manager in three years. And let me tell you why. Because I hope in three years, you're managing in the big leagues. And if you're managing anybody, you know, the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Padres, Obviously, you won't be able to manage Team Mexico. So that's why I hope you're not. But if you're not managing somewhere in the big leagues, I just cannot wait to see what you said there. It's like next year, we're taking that trofeo back home. And I hope you do. I mean, seriously, thank you for what you did, your staff, because without you, that stuff doesn't function. And without that stuff, that's, you don't function. But at the end, there's a face, there's a, there's a voice, and you were the face and are right now 
the face and the voice of Mexican baseball. Benjamin, I mean, seriously, uh, I, I don't need to kiss your ass because I'm not like that. Los de Tijuana no andamos besándole el rabo a nadie, no, and you know that. Nadie. <laughs> and, 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 that's, and, and that is what I feel. Um, thank you again. Muchas gracias, mano, de verdad, por lo que hicieron. It's not a question. It's just me telling you how much I appreciate what you did for the team, for the country, for those kids without a country, because there's a lot of people that feel they don't have a country. And, and in a personal level, for what you did with me, to me, it's unbelievable. I will never forget it. And for that, I will always be in your corner. If somebody wants to throw down with Benji Hill, they have to go through me and Rowdy Tejas who's behind me. So let's go. <laughs> Ah, thank Let's you. Let's go, man. Paisa. Um, Paisa, it, it was uh, it was a great honor, and and I'll tell you what, man. Um, I, I saw you every day that we were there, man, and it was it was refreshing uh, to see you. It was refreshing to go and uh, and say what's up and give you a big hug and. Come uh, um, hey, microphone, que hizo famoso. <laughs> hey, over over two million views, Benji. La entrevista que te oh, yeah? ahí, chinga. Yeah. Over two million views. So we we, right? we we became. We became TikTok stars, man. Hey, and I haven't seen it. You got to send it to me. I got to see it. I got to see it. I told my wife about it. I told my yeah. wife and it, what you did. And she was like, no. She goes, you better not have done it. I'm like, no, I didn't do it. He didn't. <laughs> he goes, well, I'm glad he did. I'm and like, now Polo's okay. a big deal in Japan. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All over the world. He's, he's, um, like, uh, he's worldwide. Well, we have you. We have um, some of our viewers since we're live get to chime in, and I just want to make sure that they get their props. They want to tell you thank you. Daniel Ibarra says mil gracias. Pablo, Pablo XH34, thank you, Benji and Team Mexico, for showing the world that not everything in Mexico is soccer. Thank you, Ariel, Daniel, Simeon, my sister. Hi. They're all watching, and, and they all just want to thank you, and they were excited that you could join us, especially because of the performance, the the charisma, the love. I mean, come on, you guys, can we all admit that Mexico had the best fans? At least they were the most loud. They were the loudest. <laughs> they were the most uh, um, colorful. I mean, just the fans alone were entertaining. Hey, Paisa. <laughs> and, and, the, and the sexiest uniforms with the pink and, and, and baby blue, yeah. man. Yeah. That's pretty sweet, huh? <laughs> uh, what they say uh, they were uh, because of Cielito Lindo. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I... Well, Benji, we know you got to run. No, oh, that's what. Okay, that's what it was because I was telling them. I was telling them that uh, that uh, I didn't like him at first because they don't represent anything with the flag or everything or anything. But once I saw them, heck, I even had my pink microphone, so it all matches. Yeah. <laughs> For those of yeah. us that couldn't get the hats, we appreciate them. But uh, but it, but Benji, we know you got to run. So we want to respect your time. Pero de hecho, gracias. En serio, gracias por todo que hiciste para el país, para la raza, para, para todo, ¿verdad? Porque, y como dijo Polo, he, he said it himself. I, I agree with him 100%. I think it's a fucking crime that you are not a, 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 on a bigger pedestal as far as management goes. And, and you are proof that when you have a team that backs you, It'll happen. I know you talked about that with uh, with another friend of the show a couple of days ago, and and it'll be on Twitter later. So so I'm excited for that to drop. But I cannot wait for you to be the manager of whatever major league team because you won't be able to manage us, and I'm and I won't even be mad about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope so. Obviously, it's it's, a, it's it would be a dream come true, right? Um, it's it's the end goal, um, and it'll it'll be I think a great victory for Mexico as well. 
um, if this if this happens um, before uh, 2026, obviously I'll be ecstatic to get the opportunity and represent Mexico uh, day in and day out. Um, I'll do everything that I can to to make sure that to make um, the Mexican people proud um, day in and day out. And uh, if for some reason I am not able right uh, to be the manager, um, it would be an honor if I am again. If I, for some reason I'm not, hopefully it's because I'm managing in the big leagues. Well, uh, you know that I'll, I'll, whoever claims to be the number one fan of the Mexican national team, they're going to have a, a great <laughs> challenge with me. Um, so, yeah, they'll have to uh, go through me to be the number one fan. I mean, I, I love Mexico. I love baseball. And uh, it was uh, an absolute pleasure, a blessing, uh, uh, one of the greatest moments of my life to be able to be uh, – the, ma- the manager of, of, of the Mexican national team and to be a part of that group of, uh, of individuals that, that, that did everything they could. And like I said, <clears throat> like I said, uh, you know, they became a family and it was a group of, uh, of Aztec warriors, not necessarily just baseball players. Yeah. No. And to backtrack on one thing you said, you, you, you didn't help. You did. You made, you made everyone proud. So thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Gracias. Me cantar el himno por allá. And, and thank you, Benji. And thank we'll you. see, we'll see you in a few days at the freeway series, right? That's yeah. the plan. <laughs> I mean, you'll, hey, you'll or, probably or, see Polo. I mean, well, actually you won't see Polo. You'll hear his ass. No, no, you'll, you'll, no, 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 no. The, the angels are going to St. Louis. We already have a, a golf time That's set right. aside. So you know? we're going to play golf and we're going to drink. We're going to play golf, eat barbecue and play baseball. What else is there to do in life? Right? Yeah, that's a great weekend. Yeah. Un tequila. Uno más, uno más, uno. No más, uno, uno. Gracias, Ben. Saludos a tu esposa, Maisa. Gracias, Benji. Saludos a todos. Bendiciones. Ya estamos a la orden. Lo que necesiten siempre. Gracias. Thank te agradecemos you, muchísimo, Benji. Gracias. Gracias. There you have it. Benjamin Gil. Gil, como me regañó Polo. the story about how when, cuando la directiva supposedly, you know, lo corrieron y todo, and then they brought him back. That's one of the craziest stories I have ever heard. And, the, and he elaborates on it uh, with, uh, and I'm going to, and I already forgot the guy's name. So forgive me. There's a gentleman that does WBC coverage that he spoke to about, and there's a clip of it out there already. That's one of the, what was that? Sean Spradin, right? I believe so. Yes. Uh, uh, forgive me, whoever that is, for giving you the, the bleed loss bump. I, uh, cause I completely have forgotten your name, but, but man, I mean, you know, Polo, Benji is, is a real one. He's as real as it gets. And, and, what a good dude, but I am so happy for him because of what he's done and he's gone about it the right way. No, I mean, you said it, you know, that, that story, how beloved he is by his players. I mean, if you don't know the story, I'll tell you, you don't have to wait for that guy or whoever he is. He got fired in the morning. Yeah. You know, he got fired in the morning. Uh, it's out on Twitter, whatever, whatever. Nobody tells him, you know, like every, every other news. Now I am the last one to, to know my own story because yeah. it's out on Twitter and when he shows up to the stadium in Culiacán, they say, hey, you don't have a job anymore. Okay. Yeah, I understand. This team is not, you know, doing the things they're, suppo- they're supposed to do. I'm not, I'm not doing. And I heard the story from, from the, from the, how do you say, de la boca del perro, no? Que él llega and the players start showing up and they're like, what do you mean he got fired? No. What do you mean he got fired? No. If he's not here, we're not playing. If he's not here, we're not playing. 
And it all started with, with Oliver Perez, from what I heard. Oliver Perez, you know, the lefty. And he was like, hey, guys, this is what it is. I mean, we all know how much he means to us and how much he loves us. What do you guys say? And they were like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And the owner of the team showed up. And that's when they told him, hey, we're not going to play. If Benjamin is not our manager, we are not going to play. The players told the owner. And the owner is talking to Oliver Perez, you know, former big leaguer with already a, a long career, lots of money, I hope, um, from playing the big leagues for, for almost 20 years, for 20 years. Um, he was so long in the league, Oliver Perez, that he is the guy who gave up the first hit. No, no, not the first hit. Uh, he has some connection with Yadier Molina about a base hit. I think he gave up yeah, Yadier Molina face first base hit or first home run or something like that. But um, and then the owner of the Tomateros asked one of the rookies, say, hey, rookie, you're a rookie, right? You know, if you don't play, you're going to get in trouble. You're playing, right? He's like, no, I'm not playing. So he went from the veteran guy to the rookie. And then he went one by one by one by one. When he was down to 20 players, he's like, okay, I'm not going to ask anybody else. I'm wasting my time. Uh, guess what? Delete the tweet and say everything was a prank. So uh, Benjamin is going nowhere. Uh, that's 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 kind of like the story. And, and that's how much he means to that team. And all I heard from players in Team Mexico at the end, a few of them, said, hey, I am not playing for any other team that is not Team Mexico. And I'm talking about the Rowdy Tejas, the, the Alec Thomas, the Austin Barnes, the, the, the uh, Patrick Sandoval from, from the Angels, the Taiwan, Taiwan Walker. You know, those guys said, no, if we play, if I play next time, it's going to be with, with, uh, with Team Mexico. And, and uh, I mean, that's, if, if that doesn't tell you what kind of person and manager he is, but more importantly, what kind of person he is with his players, how much he appreciates them, how much he likes them, then I don't know. I don't know what else uh, you, you need to look at or li- need to look for because that's what you want. You know, that's what ta- going to L.A., that's what players did with Tommy. And you know this, Alicia. You guys know this uh, as fans too, uh, Alonso and, and Roger and everybody watching and listening. Everybody loved Tommy. Why? Because he will run through a wall for you. The man got in a fight with the Philly fanatic. I mean, come yeah. on, right? <laughs> so when you find a manager like that, you want that manager and you want to play for that manager. And that is what happened with Team Mexico. On the other side, I don't know if you guys have been reading or not, a lot of players from Team USA, they're not saying the name of the manager, but they are pointing fingers at the manager by the way he managed this and he did that and he did that. You see? Yeah. Mark DeRosa, I'm guessing he was the manager, right? Um, a lot of the players are like, well, you know, that that thing should have been that. That shouldn't have been there. That shouldn't have been there. He didn't he didn't manage the bullpen right. Team Mexico, we lost, we got in third place, and everybody's happy. Right. Giovanni Gallegos, you know, the guy who gave up uh, the last uh, two runs in, in Japan. I know. I, when I went in, when I went, no, yeah, no, let me tell you, Alicia, para que no te agüites, para que, you know, so you can, you can come down and, 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 and can go to sleep at, at night. Um, I, I did think about him all night. I go, oh, my God. This hey, but crazy. yeah, he, he is really cute. He is. So I, I think oh about him, too. When I, oh I, I think I about him like that, too. I no, I, 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 <laughs> so, uh, um, so no, when I'm, again, 
<laughs> no, when 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 Benji when Benji when Benji Hill pulls me in, uh, and I'm looking for my boy because Gio's my boy, right? In St. Louis, we go to lunch, we go to breakfast, we go to dinner together, and I see him, and he's calm, he's he's chill, he's in his locker. I after the speech, I go talk to him. He's like, "Paisa, uh, lo raro, the strangest thing is, uh, is that I don't feel sad. Um, I don't feel mad." Because I did what I had to do, and those pitches, they just beat me with my best pitches. What are you going to do? Yeah, I didn't make a mistake. You know, the pitches that I threw, that's not the pitches that I wanted. And he said, I, I am actually very happy. I'm, I'm sad this is ending, but at the same time, I'm happy this happened. So there's nothing for me to do but to go out and keep doing what I can do in St. Louis. So in three years, I'll be back here. So, you know, when, when things like... Yeah, when you hear stuff like that, Alicia, and, and I'm sure, you know, you have a good relationship with a, a lot of players, former and current, and when they open your their heart for you like that, I mean, that's awesome. And that's what I said, you know, be, uh, Benji, he has my respect and, and, and my love for as long as he manages. And, and, and maybe even for me, he wasn't the first choice when they announced this was going to happen. Um, but once he was named, I'm like, you know what? Let's let's go. Vamos, vamos para adelante con él. You know, I had other names in mind. I had Juan Castro in mind. I had uh, uh, Chapo Vizcarra uh, in mind, and and of course uh, Benji because he you know he's in the big leagues. And when they when when they announced uh, when they announced Benji to be the manager, I'm like, all right, let's go. And like I said, true story. I have the messages. Paisa, Polo, who who's Mexican from the Cardinals? This, this, and this. And, and, and to have one of the uh, Jojo Romero, our lefty, who, by the way, I know he gave up a home run, but if you see that pitch that Yoshida turned, that pitch was on the ground. It was yeah. about to hit the freaking ground. And he's turned on and, it. And that got turned on it and made it into a three-run home run. You, what do you do? You go like this. It's all you can't do. <laughs> right? And, and Jojo, I approached him last season, like in July. About hey Jojo, you're Mexican, right? Okay, so this is what it is. This guy's gonna be the manager. Gio is in already. There's a few other guys that are in. You should look into it. He looked into it. He ended up being in Team Mexico. I see his dad in Phoenix, and his dad thanks me. Jojo's Jojo's dad thanked me for bringing it up to Jojo because without me telling Jojo, he's not there. He said, so thanks to you, my son is representing Mexico, the land where my dad was born. Not even Jojo's dad, but his grandpa. So when they tell you that, and that's what I'm saying, a lot of people, even my kids, you know, my kids, they speak uh, Spanish and English, but a lot of them, their friends, they don't speak Spanish. Yeah. And oh, you're not, when you're in the United States, oh no, you're not American. And then they go to Mexico, oh, you're not Mexican. Yeah. And what are we? You know what we are? We're part of Team Mexico. That's it. Yes. Yeah. That's, ugh, don't get me started on how important this game was. Um, when, when our whole family gathers the way they did for that game, that I don't have to, I don't have to express how important it is. It was just understood. Do you know what I mean? And that went on throughout our neighborhood. And so I don't, I don't, I didn't get too much, uh, too deep into the analytics of the ratings, but the haters, I listen to a lot of sports radio polo and here in LA, a lot of the haters that hate on the WBC in general, 
use the numbers and they say, oh, well, you know, the reason Mike Trout says this is because they never win anything. And the reason uh, Japan is because, you know, that's all they have and their whole life is to beat America. Like there's all these excuses. Yeah. Why the games don't matter. And it didn't help that USA lost, you know, right? Like, so I just feel like Benji Hill, he he mm. really is a leader. <laughs> He's just a leader and, and, and of men and in baseball and he gets it. So someone here was saying, uh, one of our viewers, that he's a class act. I, I feel like sometimes we throw that word around too much, but he really is. You know, and I think you started with Alonso. You started with he is a class act. So I just feel like he's so good for baseball, Bolo. He's the the win and all of the teams performing the way they did. You brought up countries that we didn't know they, they had a team, right? Like, th isn't this good for baseball in general? Like, why, why are there people poo-pooing the WBC? If you want to move it to the middle, I'm all for that. But don't say it doesn't matter, right? Am I wrong? No, no. I mean, I think you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, this baseball needed this. If we're completely yes. honest, baseball needed this. Whether we like to admit it, Bolo and I are very fortunate to work in sports and it's it's different sides of sports, but you get to see the purview of it, right? And baseball needed it because all you've heard about baseball is negativity. Nothing really positive, right? The game is too long. You know, boring. The, you know, it's boring, you know, all this stuff, right? And now and, and purists that don't want the game to evolve and young kids don't play it and people of color don't play it or young yeah. kids. And, <laughs> and, you guys, and you guys know what? If you go to Mexico, nobody says that games are long or boring. Exactly. If you go to the if you go to the Dominican, the games are not long and boring. If you go to Japan, the games are not long and boring. But here in the United States, people are saying the games are long and boring. Well, I have a message for you. If you have something else to do, go do it. Right. <laughs> you know, if you have something else to go do, go do it. Go find something else to bitch about. Yeah. There's there's nothing to complain about in baseball. Nothing to complain about in baseball. Uh, the game of baseball is great any way you play it. If you yeah. play three innings, if you play seven innings, if you play nine innings, the game of baseball is great. And we don't need to change anything. If you want to put the clock, fine. Put a clock, put the bases, that's fine. At the end, the game of baseball is going to be great. In the press box in Phoenix, I was sitting there in the press box. And in front of me were a couple of gentlemen, you know, national media, whatever, that you see them, you follow them on Twitter, or you just know who they are. And those guys were complaining about the rules and, oh, my God, this game is so fast during spring training. Why are we doing this to baseball? But guess what? The WBC didn't have those rules, didn't have the clock, didn't have any of that. They were complaining about the game being so long. So I'm like, weren't you tweeting about the game being too fast yeah. two weeks ago during your stay in, in, in Florida? Now you're watching a game that you want to see and you're complaining about the game being so long. Well, if the game, if one day, and this happens, if one day you have a game that goes, you know, 12, 13 runs, it's going to be a long game. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's just, again, we find a way to complain about something all <laughs> the freaking time. Just like me complaining about Alonso saying Benji Gill, you know, not Benji Hill. So it, it's, 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 come on, it, it's, it's, it's baseball, man. Come on. But even at that, like, for instance, I, I, I made this point because someone was saying, 
you know, was criticizing kind of the format. You you basically got four playoff games in March before, and then a World Series game in March before the season even started. And I could tell you this. I mean, and I mean, I, I was, you know, edge of my seat the whole thing during that Mexico Japan game. That's a a it was a classic, and b it did not feel like it was three. I think it was three hours twenty minutes. It did not feel like it was that long at all, at all. Because your lot. your your tension. Yeah, I watched during from March tenth to the final. I went to thirteen games between Phoenix and Miami. The only game that I could have and I didn't go was the game between the United States and Venezuela, who was a crazy game. But I had dinner plans with my boys, you know, and all that good stuff in Miami. So we watched that at a restaurant. Um, but every game, Alonso, Alicia, Roger, and everybody else uh, chiming in, um, every game felt like a playoff game. The game between Cuba and the United States. Yeah. Yes, it was a blowout. It felt, especially in Miami, that was a high-tension game for perhaps other reasons. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah. every single game had a, a touch of drama, a touch of movie-like. And the way it, end, the way it ended, Shohei Otani against Mike Trout. I understand Mike Trout's been getting hurt and he's not the same player, whatever, whatever. A lot of people saying that. But that's what you want, right? You want Shohei Otani against Mike Trout. Because why? They are with the Angels. They will probably never face each other unless somebody moves on. It would be different if it was Shohei Otani against Pete Alonso, Nolan, uh, Goldschmidt, or any other guy out there. Because the dream matchup. They, the dream match. face each other. Everybody yeah. wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what people wanted to see. And I can tell you that there was not one person sitting down during the whole of that. When I, I, when I see Shohei and Trout coming up, I'm like, wow, this is going to be fun. Yeah. This is going to be fun. It's like a Hollywood movie. Like, you can't make that up. Like, that was crazy. And again, I, I had to stand up. I couldn't sit down. It was, again, watching with my family, three generations. Do you know what I mean? That's important. Like, this stuff, Matt, that's what baseball does for me. But I have breaking news, guys. What? Um, so first, got to send some love and hugs to our friend of the carne asada, Rox. Rox Arroyo. Rox Systems. You guys go follow him. Hey, what's up, Rox? What's up? So he's, he's my boy, watching. I know him. He's joining in with us. Thank you, thank you. But it seems that Fernando was spotted yesterday in Quintana Roo with his team, the Tigres, wearing his retired 34 hat. You mean this one? This, this yep, one? his cap. He was wearing it. I'm um, like, what? you got to get a picture. <laughs> I was going to say, pictures or it didn't happen. He was rocking it. Yeah, yeah, rocks. Come on. Come on, rocks. Hey, it sure didn't happen. That, Come on now. <laughs> He's watching from Cancun. Hey, no quiere so. no. Love you, rocks. Quiero hacerlo mínimo. Thank you for the breaking news. And thank you, Fernando, for, for representing. We, he knows Hold that up. Hold up. Sufre, Rafita. Yeah, you guys know. see how he took off from the beach to see us. It must be nice. Como sufre Rafita, no, ahorita en Cancún ya son allá es medianoche y el hombre se duerme temprano. Acuérdate que él está bien. He's connected with Earth and all that good stuff. Pues que está conectado a un IP de agua ahorita watching us. No, right now he's probably naked, the sand like this, like with the headphones, just just listening to us. After he just ate, love you, Rafita. I mean, if you were super fit, if we were super fit like him, we would be naked on the beach watching us. Hey, what do you <laughs> mean? First Look at this biceps. He came out to the Stone Cold right Steve Austin music, and now you're going to call him fat? That's cold-blooded. 
<laughs> you don't have to take a pic. He, I know, I, but I get the pelon. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well I mean, no. listen, Rafael knows if you're Mexican, tenemos que vacilar. Thanks, Rafael. I, we appreciate the breaking news. <laughs> and thank um, you for that. He's, he's the end. Hey, and, and, and he knows Benji Hill. He, yeah. you know, he is, he's been part of the celebrations. He's been, he's been me in Culiacán, you know, vente para el clubhouse cuando estamos celebrando, vente para el clubhouse, echa una chela con nosotros. That's, that, you know, and perhaps that's the reason why he is, he's listening, he's joining in because he, because of Benji. Oh, once, sorry, Benji, Benji. once you have a, no, 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 Benji, hell. Dile Benjamín para que no te equivoques. I mean, Benjamín es más fácil, pero es que, I mean, no más es un pedo. So, so I mean, once you have a taste of 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 the 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 heelism, I I read that word the other day on Twitter. Some Mexican reporters calling it el heelism, like la 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 teoría de heel, la, la la religión de heel. Ahora ya hasta eso hacen, ¿no? Sí. Y, y I mean, once once you you taste that, you you know nothing but respect and, and love for the guy and wish him well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the World Baseball Classic, I love it. And three years, I hope to be there. Perhaps, you know, part of Team Mexico or part of Team Polo. You know, all of a, all of a sudden, I'm a worldwide uh, TikToker, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, you I'm might like, be with Japan, apparently. Yeah. I mean, based on how about, this is going. How about on the call? Like, we'd love to have some Polo on the call, right, calling those games. You know what? Um, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be all for it. Um, if I lost it, when Albert Pujols was hitting all those home runs and stuff, I, I don't know if I can do a Mexico game. I probably have to like drink a lot of pills or, or uh, smoke a lot of weed or something like that, you know, to settle down. Chill it down. I mean, it, the, the, I mean, you guys, you get, yeah, just tone nope. it down a little. I mean, I'm, I'm a very excitable person. And, but at the, at the end, that's what you want, right? It's yeah. an exciting game. You don't want a boring call. You're good here. <laughs> what? It's legal here. You don't. It is. It doesn't even need to be for medicinal. Right. <laughs> I mean, no. Real quick. Before we move on. Before we move on. Um, all the props in the world again to to Benjamin Gil. 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 Sorry. Soy bilingüe. No. 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 Me. No. Me. Who's way. Um, you know, it's, he, he is, there's no other way. Anyone that's been fortunate enough to be around him, uh, knows he is as pro as it gets. And, and he is, and he's a class act. He goes about his business the right way. Kind of like what, when you, whenever you hear, Hey, who is your major leaguer? He is a guy that comes up, right? So he, he is the, the, I thought the perfect choice for what it was. And, and we talked about it with him before. If you haven't check out our interview that we did with him about a month ago. You know, we all thought that this is kind of like the golden era for Mexico as far as talent goes. They put it on the map, right? They showcased it. They went out and they punched everyone in the face. And I mean, and they had they had the best baseball team on the planet on the ropes and there were three outs away. So, I mean, it's right there. And Shane, I mean, Polo, you've seen him play in person. Shohei is no joke. But then you look down the line of that entire roster, that entire roster in Japan is no joke. And they punched him in the mouth. So, so bravo to, to all those guys, the clubbies, staff players a todos um moving on this is a dodger centric podcast and uh and polo does know a few things about the dodgers it also baffles my mind that opening day is a week from today next week yeah a week from opening night oh i I, i'm surprised that they are doing opening night again at dodger stadium it's like they don't want all the all the raza celebrating at the park uh from 10 in the morning until the game i mean I, i seriously 
when I yeah when I worked when I worked uh, with the with the Dodgers with you know doing what I did for a few years, it was it was a party from the yeah. minute you walked the park. Hey, I understand you know some people get rowdy, but come on, city of LA, come on. I mean, it's, a, it's a it's a ho- it's a holiday for your fan base. I mean, let's make, let's be honest. A lot of those yeah. guys and girls. Uh, uh, um, pay a lot of money for that ticket, and some of them don't even make it to the seats because they're not being battled before the <laughs> game starts. <laughs> so you know, it's like, come on, man, why, well, why, why try to? Why well, are you thieves of joy? <laughs> thieves of well, joy. Also, the traffic is notorious. Yeah, it's and on opening day, there's nothing like it. it yeah, people yeah, yeah. do not understand <laughs> unless you've sat in it and suffered. Yeah. It is just beyond any kind of traffic. You, I don't understand why on opening day it's worse than worse than worse. And now you're moving it to nighttime yeah. so that people could be driving home from work at the same time you're trying to get into the stadium. It well, just, po- I don't understand. Polo knows this term because I'm going to drop it. The whole reason they do it is because of our friends at TV. That's literally well, the reason. I mean, it's TV, but yeah, it's always TV though. It's always TV. I know Polo hears that a lot at work. It's always TV. Hey, dude, um, that happened. The world going back to the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, you know the the and well, what? Yeah. No, cuando what Benjamin was saying, like yeah. because Team Mexico was number one uh-huh. in yeah. the in their in their in their pool, and they flipped. They it. were supposed to play on Saturday. Yeah. But they thought it was going to be the United States playing Saturday. And when that happened, oh, uh, Fox oh, wants yeah. the U.S. on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, So I was like, really? I mean. But I mean, and I didn't want to ask Benny this, but, but you know, we were up against it. I think they didn't. I think they were cool with it because if the if the American, whoever advanced was going to be bruised, battered and and, you know, kind of left out to dry. And that's kind of how it played out. Right. I mean, the Americans still punched Jap- you know, Japan in the mouth. But they, they weren't the same team, if you will, because they had to use guys. But they, they, but they, they didn't ask them. They no, didn't no, no, ask no. the team. They told them, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, that's and trust me, yeah, yeah. That, Puerto that Rico. disrespect for the WBC, right? That wouldn't happen for, you oh, know, no. the real playoffs within this, the, the no. season. But No, no, that would never but happen. Do no. you think that they will ever change it the way some people who do like it and see the potential of what – the WBC does for the game of baseball. But do you think that they will, that MLB will ever move it so that it's more, so that, you know, people like Scherzer will be appreciative and show up? Who? Stop ranting. Jeez. No, it's, it's a perfect no. But what is perfect? Do we want perfection? No. That's why we love each other. Because yeah. we're not perfect. Nobody really likes a perfect person because they're so snobby. They look like robots, right? We we're talking about some people looking like robots and, and being perfect <laughs> and all that good stuff. No, no, I, I, know, I, know, I, I, I know one not to bring the, the body bags out, Alicia. Yeah, That's yeah. why I'm around. I've been around for this, this long. Um, um, so <laughs> when are you going to play it? Like in the middle of summer when the season is going on? Nobody's going to want to stop the season. No. For three weeks, no. Like, like imagine having spring training. Then you play April, May, and then June. Then you stop it in June for three weeks. What is what is the what are the members of team that the the, the people that are not playing? What are they going to do? Go home? Well, and then here's the other no. thing too, right? I mean, like what? like with that, what's going to be the excuse then? 
right? Because there's always going to be an excuse. doesn't matter if you do it yeah. now or at the perfect time, if you will, that, that they said, what's going to be the excuse then? And, and in my mind, they're like to Polo's point, there is no perfect time, but this is the perfect time to do it where it's at now because it's worked. Well, but so some of the suggestions, and these are actually from the talking heads we talked about earlier, were to do it uh, during All-Star, to extend the All-Star uh, break. And instead of the All-Stars, because honestly, I there's way more excitement <laughs> for WBC than the All-Star game. So could they, would they take out the All-Star game? And you can still have the batting and that kind of stuff, but with the players from different countries i don't these are some of the suggestions but i'm not telling anybody what I, to do you guys would know better than me but yeah. no i just we, we don't I, know we, we're, we're not we're, we're not that smart no 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 <laughs> you know we're we're, we're we're not according to people we're not that smart we don't know what we do we all, yeah. all we do is spend money yeah um if baseball's but, gonna complain that they need to grow the game and not just baseball but people who follow sports and report on sports for a living then why, why, what is the resistance against the World Baseball Classic? I mean, this is set up for you. This was ball, it was a volley to you. It was hit out of the park, this one, and it can only get better. And I just fear that the success of other teams and, and losing to Japan and stuff would make them, the haters even more like, see, cancel, cancel WBC, you know, the injuries and all that. It, it's, it's, I just don't want it to go away because this was so fun. That's all. I mean, I, I don't think Riz Hoskins was playing in the WBC and you see what happened to him. Yep. You know, there's yeah. there's the injuries happen while you're taking out the trash or, yeah. you know, washing your truck like it happened to Jeff Kent or, you know, anything like that. Yeah. Injuries happen. I mean, I, I know, you know, speaking of, of the team that I work with, uh, the Cardinals, Adam Wainwright got, got hurt. He was not even pitching. You know, he yeah. was doing a workout in the in the in the gym. While with Team USA, he got hurt doing uh, uh, weights. What, what are you telling me that if he's in Jupiter doing weights, he was not going to get hurt? We don't know that. We will never know. But, you know, the guy's out. And, and, and he was one of the guys that I, I want to be Team USA. Is he one of the best pitchers in the big leagues right now? Maybe not. But he had the will. And he had a great, a great participation for Team USA. Yeah. And he was always saying, hey, I want to do this. I want to do this. And he did it. And, and I and I and I'm gonna ask him, and he's gonna answer the, this way. He's like, no, I, I changed nothing. You know, the injury happened because it happened. But if I had to do it again, I would do it again, right? I mean, the, the, there's there's the reason why uh, Puerto Rico was who it was. You know, Carlos Correa didn't show up because his wife was gonna have a baby. The same thing that happened to Alejandro Kirk, the catcher for Mexico. Hmm. Those are things that okay, yeah, you want to be with your family. We're not gonna blame you, but. If you don't have a, a real motive, I don't even want to use the word excuse, a real motive to not be part of it, then shut up and don't don't comment, Max Scherzer. I mean, I, I agree with everything Polo just said. I, I don't think it's out of pocket. I think that's 100. That means the truth hurts sometimes, but it's the truth, right? Hey, if it's the truth, it doesn't hurt because it's the truth. I just feel that you there's know? some people out there, our colleagues that are like, just mad just like they don't want baseball to be anything but what it's always been and sometimes the history of baseball is not it's not good right like there's darkness and with all history yeah. this is a chance to be inclusive this is a chance to bring families together this is a chance to grow to the game 
yeah, just love the game. And I just don't understand the resistance. It, it bums me out because I love baseball so much. And I can just, again, three generations of love in our house alone. Imagine just all over the world, how crazy that was. So, Well, and before we, uh, we move on to, to start wrapping this guy up, uh, don't tell me it doesn't mean anything to anyone when you see how the, the Puerto Ricos, the Venezuelas, the, yeah. even the Colombias, you know, all those teams – you know, how they reacted to everything, you know, even in Japan, Japan, one of the most respectful cultures in the world. Right. And you saw that after, after the, you know, when they were handing out the medals, right. They were incredibly respectful. They were still all up in it and celebratory after they won. So, I mean, it's, don't yeah. tell me it doesn't mean anything to anyone when you I mean, see they were throwing guys. each other up. Yeah. yeah. The and manager, Shohei, that's a tradition for them. Yeah. Yeah. And Shohei, who's generally pretty reserved in, in, in public, was he was he was very, very eccentric, very, you know, very excited, very outgoing. And and again, don't tell me that this tournament doesn't mean anything when you see guys reacting like that, right? How you even and again, even going back to Mexico, the reactions that they had going out and doing what they were doing. Granted, winning helps, but still, you're still in it, right? Even Venezuela up until the last, you know, to the last out, they were still in it. So don't tell me it doesn't mean anything. Go ahead, Alicia. Well, I, I don't think that the people that I've been listening to and reading, when they say it doesn't mean anything, they, they mean for the MLB. They actually don't care about the rest of the world. And that's a problem for me. That's, I, should, I should have explained that better. Because it's growing the love of baseball. And you don't know when you're going to get your next Fernando, your next Otani. Your, you know what I mean? And, and then have, how cool would it be for these players to keep growing the game in the Czech Republic, in Italy and stuff. And then we have those players like on the Dodgers. Like so cool. We're a global team. Yeah. I just don't understand the resistance when they say the WC <clears throat> doesn't matter, doesn't mean anything. They mean for the states. They mean for Major League Baseball. That's how I take it. No, I, I mean it's it's interesting to hear that, but at the end, you know, haters are gonna hate. Yeah, uh, we're gonna always find something that we don't like. We're always gonna find something that we're not happy with. But focus on the that. good stuff. I'm sunshine, Polo. I don't know about what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> see, and, and your sunshine. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I, I seriously, I can see that. And I think I'm sunshine with the truth. <laughs> and the truth might hurt somebody, but you know what? It hurts me sometimes when they tell me, and I tell people, be honest with me. Tell me if I'm good. Tell me if that works. Tell me if that doesn't work, and I'll take it. So if you don't like the WBC, well, I feel sorry for you. You must be, you must be a lot of fun at parties. Right. You must be sitting down, you know, <laughs> on your phone while everybody is dancing. La, la, la Chona over here. Acai, chonos una chelas. And all I have to say is, like, my paisano from Cuba – Randia Rosarena. Boom. Dude. Take a picture. It lasts longer. Yeah. It does. You know? It Dude. does. Well, and, and moving on as we as we go to wrap this up, uh, I would like my point because James Outman has made the roster, and if I recall right, I predicted that. Where is my point? <laughs> Silence. Oh, okay, that's rich. That's really fucking rich. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Is it, that's oh, Polo, oh, sorry, you don't count. Sorry, you, you're in an, you're catching the stray as an innocent bystander here. That yeah, yeah, I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we don't have a point icon yet. Oh, okay. To, to make it. I don't know what you're talking That's not me. Wow. Uh, well, James Outman and uh, and Jason Hayward made the roster for the Dodgers. Jason Hayward? He made the roster. 
Cardinals legend, Cubs yeah. world champion legend, Jason Hayward, the Hayman. Oh my! This is a uh, this is proof that baseball is cinema because we have La Voz from Los Los San Luis Cardinales uh, here talking about the uh, the Hayman. Yeah, he made the roster, and uh, and awesome. then Julio Urias is the opening day starter. Uh, we we talked I mean, about this a little bit, and I mean that's mean the guy who the guy who's been uh, taking the Young away from the last couple of years. See that guy. Talk that about guy. haters, man. Talk about yeah. haters. Uh, <laughs> but hey, you know what? At the end of the season, he's gonna be ding 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 yeah. ding 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 say, ding, I mean, he, ding, he's, ding ding ding. He's going to make it rain somewhere in Culiacan, and good for him because I mean he he he's deserves buy it. the whole city. He's gonna yeah. buy the whole city. Yeah, no, but todos. But congratulations to James Outman, who's a friend of the Carnasada, for uh, for making the roster. Uh, young man, you you uh, congratulations to you, and uh, and that's that's a testament to the hard work you were putting in. It showed all spring. Uh, most people didn't watch, though, no disrespect, because there was this little tournament going on, and that's why we're wearing Mexico hats. So no disrespect to you, James, but uh, but you will have your time. Uh, Poldo, muchísimas gracias for joining us yes. and for chiming in with the truth. And uh, that's, that should be your other apodo, the truth, la verdad. The truth. The truth. When, I, when, I'm, when I'm speaking English, I use Polo, the truth, Asensio. When I'm Spanish... <laughs> Polo La Voz Asensio. That's actually not. And right. I, I hope you guys make it to St. Louis. Alicia, come to St. Louis. Trust me, it's a beautiful city. The fan base is amazing. Great. Food. Everybody's gonna look at you because not a lot of people look like you and me in St. Louis. But they're Woo! gonna be like, no, yeah, you, you're gonna be, you're gonna be popular. Trust me, you'll be very popular in St. Louis. We well, yeah, we should time. actually take a field trip and then just go have una tequila, just one with uh, with Polo. Out, uh, out on the mean streets of San Luis. <laughs> the mean streets of San Luis. Thank you, Polo. Thank you. This yes, so thank fun. you. Hey, I, I have my apartment overlooking the arch. Uh, I actually requested to have a, a sofa bed this this season because I'm expecting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of visitors. So if you don't mind the sofa bed, there it is. I think we can all fit, and then hopefully <laughs> by that point, hopefully Juan Juan has has gotten his feels in order by the time that Who's field trip comes about. Porque todavía está un poco, pues está un poco sentimental ese güey. Juan, como dice la canción, ay, 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 canta y no llores, porque cantando se alegran cielito lindo los corazones. Así que Juanito, the, uh, deja de llorar, there's no crying baseball, fool. The, uh, the, <laughs> from the Japanese legend himself, Polo Asensio, uh, Alonso, Roger, and Alicia here signing off from the hey, Rogers podcast. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, this was presented by our partners at Bet Online. Go check them out, betonline.ag. And uh, and again, baseball's fun, but baseball's also back. Major League Baseball is a week from today, so so we will chat about that next week. But in the interim, uh, we will catch you down the road and uh, and go Mexico. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Please subscribe and leave a review to the Bleed Lows Podcast. The Bleed Lows Podcast is a Dodgers Beat production.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.